So, uh, so are you going to watch the big game? The big game? Yes. You know, the big game. You know, you know the one we can't say the, the title or the title of or, or co-market if, if we don't want to get sued. Oh, oh, that, that game. Yeah. Uh, right, right, right. The big game, you know, um, since we're talking about it, uh, do you have any, uh, special stats or any stuff that you want to share? Um, how about a number? I got a number for you. Uh, okay. How, okay. How about 18 years, 45 days? Is that how long it's been since you've had a hole in one? It is not. Thank you for bringing that up and reminding me of that wonderful moment. The one yeah. time that I've done that. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah. no, no, that's not it. No. Oh. What does that have to do with a big game? Oh, oh, absolutely nothing. I was just uh, sucking up to the editor to make sure that uh, I sounded good this episode. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. How about is that the age of Lucas's car? No, strike two. Okay. All right. Um. 18 years and 45 days. Is that the point spread? <laughs> take the over. Definitely take the over. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, how about the actual age of Patrick Mahomes? No, no, you're, cl you're closer there. It's actually the age gap between 43 year old Tom Brady and 25 year old Patrick Mahomes. It is, if you didn't know this, it is the largest age difference between starting quarterbacks in Super Bowl. Sorry, superb owl history. Wow. The, uh, the editor better get to work. Yeah, I can't be co-marketing. That would be bad. Uh, better, better fix that cold open. Fix it and figure out how to make it funny. <laughs> yeah, they can't all be winners. <laughs> Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Week two of video. Woohoo! And it may be week one of no audio. <laughs> I, I would say I hope this airs, but if people hear it, then it worked. And if people didn't hear it, well, then there's no point of me saying I hope it airs. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. If you have problems, do you know a podcast that you can listen to to get technical advice on, on computers and such? Do you have a Do you have a good one? Maybe just a segment of one that uh, somebody knows how to how to work on computers and set them up and make them do stuff. Cause, cause I, I probably need to listen to that. I can guarantee you it's not Todd's tech corner. This week you are absolutely right. <laughs> oh, feedback, follow-ups, updates, voicemails. Um, no voicemails. <laughs> you, had, you had me go there for a minute. I'm like, Hey, you put in voicemails. No. no. Okay. Uh, you so can. you're saying that the, you're saying that the 515 also CPA line is is dead dead silent. Nothing nothing there. And surprisingly, because it is almost tax season, so you know, don't call us or call. I mean, call us, but don't. I, never mind. Uh, Tell you what, you know, it'd be kind of funny. Uh, I mean, we'd make it less funny. Um, you know. There's a, there's, there's podcasts, there's podcasts that you and I listen to that, that, uh, they, they, they read questions that people post and then try to come up with funny answers to those. Um, you know, it would be funny if people actually called with tax questions and then we tried to answer them on the air <laughs> with, with a disclaimer that we are not a CPA accountants or really qualified to even do any of this, but, uh, boy, if somebody had a good depreciation question, um, uh, we, we, we could probably do a couple minutes on it. The, that, that same podcast two weeks ago used the phrase in relation to things that were on social media, 
they use the phrase dip into the Sochi, which I isn't that, is. isn't that where the Olympics were? <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> right. you could, Wasn't it the Sochi games? Yes, it, it yeah. was. So yeah. you could take a dip into the Sochi. Sochi? Yes. Yeah. Were they, were those summer games? Was there swimming or were those winter games? Uh, I believe that's an excellent question. I should I think know. They were winter games. Well, that was, that was embarrassing. You know what? We'll follow. We'll, wasn't it? Yes, yes. That Those that part. Winter I re- games. Oh, okay. Except it's more of a summer anyway. Um, it's a seaside resort that they it, hosted the winter games at. That's exactly what it is. Yes. Oh, yeah. Actually, if you if you take a look at the source of all truth, uh, Wikipedia. Oh, this is coming. Yeah. No, this is coming from Google. It's it's a summer beach resort and was host at the 2014 Winter Olympics. Sure. Why not? Why? Why not? Anyway, left is right, up is down. Summer seaside is winter. <laughs> Why not? Uh, that's right. The next, I uh, can't wait till the U.S. hosts uh, hosts the Winter Olympics in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> that's gonna that's that's gonna be amazing. You're gonna want you're gonna want to skate really really fast because we're not sure how how much this ice is gonna hold together. <laughs> Anyway, we got we got way off track even for us. Um, where so where are we at with feedback? Uh, let's see. Uh, Sarah, Sarah would like to thank the toddlers and her own stupidity for the Unity of the Week award last week, and wants to know where her mug is. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, boy, she's starting to she's starting to think that Idiot of the Week is a much grander title. <laughs> I mean. What I'm going to tell you is this: um, Scott Frost does not have and does not have a mug, <laughs> and and uh, and that we've almost gotten it. We can almost call that the Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see, G- Greg, toddler number seventeen. Thank you. Yep. I really hate to, so Greg writes. I really hate to say anything since I'm the guy who forgot Dunstan played for the Cardinals. <laughs> but did Todd confuse mini Minoso? 298 batting average, 50.2 wins over replacement. And Mario Mendoza, 215 batting average, negative 2.7 wins over replacement. I'm listening to the episode again, trying to find out if I heard it wrong. <laughs> and I told him, Yes, you did. And that one of my suggested titles for last week actually was many. Don't call me Mario Mendoza. Kevin, you said, Kevin, you said that was going to be funny, Kevin. What you said that was going to be funny. You said you researched it. You promised me that you researched that. Uh, We're going to have to have a talk. No, don't give me coffee. No, that's not going to help. Okay. Sorry about that. I thought it sounded wrong live. But you oh, you thought it roll. sounded. Oh no, no, no! I thought it sounded wrong live too. But I was on a roll, and <laughs> so like, look at this point. <laughs> at this point, you stick the landing, and you like that was exactly what you meant it to be. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't think it was Greg that was going to call me out. I thought we would have an incredibly long voicemail <laughs> from somewhere near Webster City, Iowa. <laughs> I have, I have 45 minutes between my next delivery and I've got some words for you. (laughs) Um, Greg also thought that he had a suggestion since I was drinking a beer last week. Yeah. That if I did a beer of the month suggestion of a new segment, that's beer of the month. Yeah. And then you know what I can do? You can write it off. That's absolutely what I can do. You can write them all off. I can write them all off. Every beer I drink is research for this show. Okay. You didn't tell me about this, but let me, let me, let me, let me, yes. And that. Okay. So I hear that if you make it on, I don't know if it's, it's, it was, it was, and now it's gone. It might be back again or something like, like authors, authors just, just desperately wanted to be on Oprah's book of the month club right? Because it just millions and millions of copies are sold. Okay. Our audience is a little smaller, but how about this? Why don't we make this? It's, it's Dwayne's beer of the month. But what we, what we do is at the beginning of the month, you announce what the beer of the month is. 
And then you say in like two episodes, you are going to drink that beer while recording. And you encourage everybody who is listening. They have two weeks to acquire that beer and they should drink that beer while listening. (laughs) Now, there's some holes in this. I know partly I know that Greg listens on his drive to school in the morning. So, so there is some problems. I, 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 I get there. We're going to have to figure that some of that out. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that's what he, maybe he just needs to move his listening time or whatever, but then instead of writing it off, you know, what you could probably, you could probably get people sending you stuff because you're going to, you're going to literally send somewhere between one and 33 people to, to go buy this beer. And, and I, and I think that would be a, that would be a heck of a marketing thing. And that means that we are drinking a beer, Morristown. Everybody drink a beer. <laughs> Salute. Have you watched Brockmire yet? No, I have not. Everybody drink a beer. <laughs> I should have shared the video with you as opposed to just sharing the sound. <laughs> oh, hey, Kazaria. That's great. Let's see. Where were we at? Sorry, just one more thing. We, we, we literally have an author, but instead of doing a book of the month club, you're just like, how about we do a beer of the month club? Like, All right. Well, that makes sense. That's, that's about where we're at. I don't right. read. Sure you do. The label. Where's this thing from? Where's this thing from? No, Northern California. Yeah. 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 It's not bad. Uh, Greg's wife, Sherry, still wants a rattle. So now we're into the requests <laughs> of the feedback. Um, yeah. Yep. Sarah wants a mug. Sherry wants a rattle. Gosha wants more Google Easter eggs. She should Google anagram. Here's the question. If you Google Google Easter eggs, does the whole site just melt down? <laughs> anyway, never mind. Dan and Dan and Doug, the educated idiots. They they had difficulty following along with our 2020 bingo game. And I thought that was one of our best episodes, but they apparently struggled with that one. We don't make it easy to, to follow our conversation if we're, if we're, if we're honest, right? That's fair. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're trying to like follow along lineal li, lin, in a straight line, uh, then, linearly, thank you. Yeah. Literally, that one. Either literally one. linearly. Boom. There you go. Um, yeah. Well, okay. Well, literally, literally, literally. <laughs> oh dear. Totally off the rails. I'm going to put a mark on that one when we just lost control of the show. Yes, that's cool. Made it 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, I did get some feedback from last week. Okay. The feedback was, does does the editor know that there's part missing from the beginning of the show? Because all I heard was candle and then laughter. So, um, yeah, there, uh, and I went back and listened and yeah, I, am not on, on my edit. Um, yeah, the, the entire, the entire phrase of let's light this candle didn't, didn't quite make it. And so the entire cold open was candle <laughs> and that, that, that wasn't as funny as I expected it to be, but oh, uh, good work editor. Yeah. That's, you know, yeah. Get, you know, you get what you pay for, right? So you, if, if you're, if you're upset with the quality of the editing, um, you can send, uh, you can send your receipts and a request for a full refund to the home office in Tuba city, Arizona. Uh, speaking of people not doing their jobs. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Campbell liked the NBC sports segment you did last week. Yeah, um, we did. We did. We did. Yes, we did. Um, Sarah liked it too. Lauren liked it. Uh, it, and particularly for Lauren, it makes her feel really good about her own job quality. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm feeling bad this week, I'll just think of that, of, of that little segment and, you know, <laughs> well, good news, Lauren. Um, we're going to make you feel even better because, uh, because there's some, there's some, there's some continued headline writing, uh, later in this episode. So, um, we'll, we'll, we'll you know what? This is this is our self-help segment. We we just we just run some headlines from NBC Sports every week 
and we just label it self-help. Listen to this and you should feel better about your job. Okay. So on, on that point, I tried all week to try to replicate your experience okay. on NBC Sports. Okay. On my phone, on my iPad, on the computer, every picture matches the article on everything I've looked at. How did you spell NBC? Oh, I'm glad we're doing this on video. The look on your face when I asked you that, that was worth the that was worth a few moments of silence. <laughs> well, I'm oh, what are you wait, what? <laughs> well, so maybe it's you know what? Maybe it's not NBC, maybe it's just my phone. <laughs> but well, you've got more this week, so so the madness continues. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've noticed this, I've noticed this for like three months, and I just finally decided that uh, hey, you know what? If I just uh, save some of these this could become content so yeah so that's what i've got do you have nominations this week oh idiot nominations week? for idiot of the week yeah yeah so uh, i have one i'm not sure who in the tampa bay Buccaneers staff i am officially nominating but there was a story so the big game yes. as we've referred to it <clears throat> is taking place in tampa and and of course this is the first time that a a participant in the big game has gotten to play in their home stadium. Yes. Right. Because it's, it's supposed to be, it's like a neutral field. Usually, yeah. I mean, usually it's a neutral field and it's never worked out that the team, the two teams get to play in their own stadium. Cause these things are picked years ahead of time. But right. this year, the, uh, the Tampa Bay Toms or whatever the hell they are um, get to play in the, uh, in their own stadium. So the, Tampa Bay is throwing a hissy fit. Have you heard about this hissy fit that they're that they were throwing? I I have not. And normally, the odds of Tampa having to have this issue, yeah, are extremely low. Yeah, right. That's 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 also that's like most years the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' plans of having to worry about what they're doing for Super Bowl week is right next is is in a similar place like that the US Defense Department has the plans of how to invade Canada right like they probably have them because you you have it just in case sure but but wow. it's not it's not the plan you update that often <laughs> right and it had never happened before so the odds generically are pretty low but the odds for Tampa are astronomically low but okay yes. sorry i digress yeah Please, please continue. Yes. So when, well, there was, there was some pissiness because I mean, it wasn't a kerfuffle because one side was pissy and the other side's the NFL oh. and, and <laughs> a kerfuffle implies that, that there is some sort of, of back and forth and there, there was no back and forth here. There, there was just, I want and No. Um, the uh do you, do you know what the um the the time honored tradition of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers which is just stupid because they came they were in this I mean the time honored tradition of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the time that they came into the league in the mid 70s is losing but take that away do you know what the time honored tradition is of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um cream sickles Oh, no, no, no. But it's a good guess with those uniforms. Do they they fire a cannon out of the pirate ship? Is that what they're complaining about? Oh, they don't. Yeah, they don't fire just a cannon. They have a pirate ship in their stadium and they fire all the cannons when Tampa scores the touchdown. Arr. So the Buccaneers asked, can we fire the pirate ship cannons when Tampa scores touchdowns in the Super Bowl? at what is supposed to be a quasi-neutral field. Yes. And the NFL said, no. To which Tampa, oh, you know, it'd be nice if we could do this. I mean, it's kind of our home stadium and all, but, you know, whatever. I don't and, and here's the part where I think is, is just, this is just them being pissy, right? When I heard this story, my thought was, you have a pirate ship in a stadium with cannons. Admittedly, it's not a pirate. 
it's it, it, it it's not manned by pirates it's not an actual ship and those aren't real cannons but we're just for the sake of whatever right let's just fine you have a pirate ship that fires cannons why wasn't this in your super bowl plan from the time that you submitted it five years ago that when every when both teams score touchdowns we're going to fire the cannons how cool would that be right sure. like that's the thing that the stadium's known for but instead Tampa basically said, because we're playing in the game, can we fire it only when our team wins or scores? And they said no. So they said, fine, then nobody gets a cannon. And so um, anyway, nobody's getting a cannon, although they have said if Tampa wins, they're going to they're just going to fire off all the cannons. OK, cool. I mean, you showed it to the man, but whatever. So anyway, um, I'm taking my cannon. I'm going home. That's that's Tampa Bay's uh, ball. staff taking yeah. my cannon ball. Cannon ball. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. So that was that was my nominee. How about how about yours? I'm going to nominate Puxatani Phil because we got another blizzard today. I am so sick of winter. I'm cut. I'm done. Ran my snowblower again today. I'm just I'm done. You know. I saw that, that, that he, you know, Hey, you're going to get six more weeks of winter. And then I saw what was happening in your part of the world. And I thought he didn't mean all at once. <laughs> you know what? Here's six weeks of winter on a Thursday. <laughs> yeah. You know, normally it's, you know, February 2nd, we're going to have six more weeks of winter. And, you know, he gives it a little bit you know it waits a week or so before you know maybe a little bit of snow Boom. yeah no thanks phil i did i did see a couple of days ago they were showing how bad weather was going to cross uh 98 of the nation or 80 percent or what i don't know whatever anyway not where i am anyway most of the nation and they put up a map and it showed des moines with a temperature of negative 16. yes and the first thing i did was I looked, I looked all the way around the graphic to see where it said wind chill uh -huh. and it didn't. Nope. It meant negative 16. Yep. Yep. And I turned yep. to, yep. And I turned to Lisa and she's been with me a long time and she goes, boy, once it gets into the negative double digits, you start to feel it. And I said, yes, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm going to say. By the way, if it gets below 30, I, I, I get cold now, but uh, good luck with that. Negative 16. I've got a I've got a buddy in Texas that I was IMing with today and he was giving me a bad time because it's gonna get cold down there. 66. It's Texas cold. It's 66. <laughs> Enough already. Uh, Phil Phil, although here's the thing. He wasn't wrong. He was <laughs> I mean, it's not like <laughs> like we asked a groundhog what the weather would be, and he's like, you're going to have more winter. And you know what? Winter showed up. I, I don't know if we can call him an idiot or just accurate. <laughs> okay. AMS seal of approval for the last six years. Buxatani Phil. <laughs> Any of the week this week goes to Tampa Bay staff. There it is. Bingo. All righty. Speaking of the weather, and it was, it was really cold out here yesterday. There was a dog walker going by. Okay. On my street. So okay. whoever on my street listens, one of you that has a, a big yellow dog and a small brown dog, I'm not going to call you out by name, but you know who you are if you happen to be listening to this show. Um, so they're walking by. And the big dog decides that it is time to do his business on my front yard. Now, remember, it is very cold here. Very, very cold here. And she's got these two dogs that she's dealing with. And they're, you know, one of them's, you know, yipping around and whatnot while the other one is doing his business. And he gets done. She has to take off her mitten to get out her bright purple bag to get all of it. And it's a big dog. So, right. This is, this is not Pomeranian poo we're talking about. This poo was the size of a Pomeranian. <laughs> what it was so she scoops it all up in this purple bag ties it up and then the little yippy dog gets going and she gets distracted and she drops her mitten 
and then drops the purple bag, not realizing she's dropped the purple bag, <laughs> picks up her mitten, puts it on, grabs the other dog, and boom, off she goes because it's cold. Yes, right. And I'm watching all of this out my front window because Eddie has decided to make an ass of himself because there's another dog pooping in our front yard. <laughs> hey, and he hey, is just, hey, 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 that's my, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and I'm like, dog, come on. Like, it'll be fine. It's fine. They're not hurting you. They're fine. And then I watch her drop her mitten and then drop the poop and then keep right on going. And I'm like, hey. Todd's done that. <laughs> He'd fit in right well, just fine around here. Oh, well. So, and there it sits. The only thing on my pristine white snow is this bag of purple poop in the middle of my yard. Oh, and so I'm like, okay, well, I got to go back to work. So I go back into the other room, close the door, get on a call quick, 15 minutes, open the door, come back out. Poop is gone. So she apparently hmm. was quicker than you about yeah. retrieving yeah well remember when i dropped when when I, when that happened to me it was also incredibly cold and i didn't want to go back and retrieve it so i waited till the next day i believe it was about 45 degrees <laughs> so <laughs> burr <sighs> need an extra sweater yeah yeah <laughs> Well, okay, so now it's good good to know that I'm not the only one that that's uh, that that's that's happened to. Oh. It would have been really weird if she would have dropped it and then walking away, pointed to it and goes, "This one's for Todd." <laughs> um, that would have. <laughs> Looking at you, <laughs> if she dropped it, looked at it, picks her head up and stares me down through the window and yep. then walks away. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, technically, in that case, she did pick up after her dog. I mean, she picked it up. She put it in a bag. It's true. The please pick up after your dog doesn't actually then say do anything with it. No, so just leave it wherever. I'm, we're going to get some feedback that this needs to be the last time we ever talk about this subject. I'm just I'm guessing. <laughs> and I'm going to get blamed for the for the fact that this is now a topic. I I wasn't ever planning on revisiting. And then that happened in my front yard this week. <laughs> Literally while you're in your house, minding your own business, looking out the window and you get to see it happen. Thanks to Eddie. Yeah. Oh, all right. What else we got? Oh, um, what? Oh, some of my stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Hey, here's, here's an interesting, just interesting bit of news that came, came across the wire today. I don't know if you know that there's there's some apparently there's some travel restrictions in Europe due to some countries concerned about other countries and people coming from those countries and I, I don't know I, I guess it's been in the news. This this is an English football story, but but it's more just making fun of soccer. So so for everybody who doesn't like soccer and you think I don't want to listen to this, hang on because you're going to like this. I think so. Um, Germany has said that no flights from the United Kingdom are allowed to land in Germany for the next couple of weeks because the United Kingdom's got some problems. <laughs> so Germany said no flights. This is this is COVID related, right? Not yes. not other problems that the United right. Kingdom has. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are those okay. are other ones, right? Okay. <laughs> um, that's that's. It's not allowing goods and materials in England. <laughs> that's, that's a completely different problem. Different problem. Yeah. Different yeah. direction. Okay, right. got it. Yes. Yeah. People, people leaving COVID, food and medicine coming in, Brexit. You, ah. you got to keep all of these straight. Yeah. Um, Liverpool is supposed to go to Leipzig to play in the round of 16 for the Champions League within, I believe, the next week. And so they have to fly into Germany. And Germany said, no, thank you. And by no, thank you, we mean no. So, so do we mean we will forfeit or do we mean you will forfeit? Well, here's the funny thing. So this is where things get interesting. So, so Leipzig appealed that to the federal, as much as there is the federal government, right in Germany, um, because it, it is it is much more of a federal government anyway. They appealed it to and said, "Hey, by the way, professional sports uh, players get get a waiver on this, right?" And 
and and the German the the German Ministry of Interior whoever the way I envision it says do we look like we are laughing <laughs> no like no no nobody they they said nine hair yeah. ready <laughs> there you go so according to Champions League rules Leipzig the home team because they can't host the other team it is up to Leipzig to find a neutral location for them to play this match because because it's the home game is supposed to be it's it's on Leipzig and it's their country saying that they can't let the opposing team in Leipzig now has to go figure out where to play this oh that's problematic yeah so i'm i'm guessing they're going to go you know they could probably rent some you know where they should go is florida cuz you know what i know a place with uh, with a pirate ship and some cannons that would be awesome for a game. Anyway, you but, could, you could, but, yeah. But it's soccer. They may not get to fire the cannons. <laughs> well, we're going to get to that. Okay. So to your point, if, if Leipzig can't find a neutral site, according to UEFA rules, they would forfeit. Okay. It makes some sense. But do you know, do you know how it would go down in the books? As and by the way, you're a referee, right? Uh, you're a high school basketball referee. If one team forfeited the match, what what does it actually go down as? In high school basketball, it's two nothing. Two nothing. So the team that forfeits gets zero. The the other team gets two points just for showing up, and it's yep. a two nothing forfeit. Yes. That's okay. Goes in the book. Okay. Do you want to guess how it goes in the book for Champions League soccer? You're going to be wrong no matter what you pick, by the way. So don't don't worry. <laughs> I don't know the foggiest idea. It's got to be stupider, though, otherwise you wouldn't have brought it up. Right. I mean, what what would be your assumption if it wasn't stupid? What would you assume? One nil. One nil. That would make sense, right? That, that would make perfect sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, three nil. And the other two points are for. I have no idea. Leroy. <laughs> the other two points are for Leroy. <laughs> and <Sure>. I really <laughs> makes about as much sense as anything else. And I read that and I thought, this is a sport that not only allows, but quite often gets and many times celebrates nine more than 90 minutes of football being played and it ends nil nil nobody has put a damn ball in the back of any net and everybody goes well that was a great match so in theory a forfeit could even be a nil nil forfeit but no it's a three nil forfeit so there you go um that would be like in the nfl right like if a team forfeited the other team gets 21 to nothing why we don't know is there some kind of benefit in the in the goals for goal difference? Goal difference does matter. Um, goal difference does is yeah can be a tiebreaker. Yes. And then if goal difference is even, then goals for and then goals against. So yeah, probably like you get penalized a little bit, but like this is why this is why people who hate soccer hate soccer, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not the only reason. I'm we we can do as long we, as my sorry. Felderman has a list as long yeah. as his arm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Mark could just go on for a couple of episodes. It would make the London one seem short about all the problems <laughs> with soccer, but at its core, you understand what sports are and then you apply those to soccer and then you go, none of this makes any sense. <laughs> so anyway, I learned about a soccer forfeit. Oh, by the way, that's, that's UEFA rules in another league, like the Bundesliga. It could be different. I don't know. I didn't research that. You know what? Mark will let us know from watching all the uh, FC Berlin matches. Go fight in unions. Uh, yeah. You, uh, you ready to tackle some more headlines? Sh sure. Sure. I, I, again, I could not get this to replicate, so I didn't bring any to the table. So whatever you got, we got. Okay, let's see. Let's get ready here. Okay. This is the pro football talk section of NBC Sports. Yes, that's the website that I went to. 
Okay. That would be a picture of Aaron Rodgers throwing a football. I can only imagine that this is a story about Leonard Fournette. Oh, you're close. The um, the actual. <laughs> These are awful. I can't believe they're still doing this. <laughs> Steelers promoting Adrian Clem to offensive line coach or offensive. The, the the headline apparently is the most offensive thing about this because the picture doesn't match. So I did. I mean, it's a picture of Aaron Rodgers. And I thought, hey, Aaron Clem, uh, Adrian Clem, sorry, is the offensive line coach. I bet you he played in the NFL. He did. Do you know what team he didn't play for? Green Bay. He never played for Green Bay. <laughs> All right, let's try another one. It's getting you warmed up with some of them. Oh, this one. Here we go. This one because of the big game. It's, uh, this is a picture of the Chiefs Arrowhead logo. Um, it it should be something about the big game. Yes, yes, and it, it should be. And and, and it, you know what? I'm gonna give you a little hint. It it is sort of. This one is closer than any of them. Does that mean it's a story about the Masters tournament that's coming up, Danny? Amendola, Tom Brady is the Patriot way. So, so remind me which team Tom Brady is playing for in the big game. Not the Kansas City Chiefs. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Good I, point. I actually saw this headline. <laughs> did you I see this trying... picture? No, I did not see this picture. Oh, well. So you know what? Maybe they're just punking me now. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. I keep reading these stories and maybe they keep, they figure out that they get more traction for, for me when the headlines no longer match the pictures. I have, we have three more that I think you're going to like, and then we can move on. And this is where things really start getting fun. Okay. So there's the picture for headline. Number one, Mike Florio on the left, Patrick Mahomes on the right. By the way, these all these there's three of these headlines that I'm going to show you all, and they all came from February 1st. If that helps you, and it doesn't, <laughs> and it and it does and it doesn't. Yeah, I um, feel like for for completion's sake, I need to tell you that. Well, it, it it worked before. Surely this is another story about Tom Brady. Bills re-sign Jordan Devi because that makes perfect sense. Buffalo's bringing back an offensive lineman and they signed him to a one-year deal that of course you would show a foot these people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. You had multiple options to get that right because on the very same day, this story also appeared and you'll have to tell everybody why this one's funny. Vikings to interview Tyke Tolbert. For offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But same what about picture. the picture? It's the same picture. same picture. Mike Florio, Patrick Mahomes. This happens to be about the Vikings. <laughs> do, do, do you think that he can Tolbert his interview? Oh, oh, that's bad. That's, that's bad. <laughs> well, I don't know if he listens to this podcast. And here's the thing. You still had more opportunities to guess on the exact same picture. Because on this very same day. No, no, seriously. <laughs> same picture. Byron Leftwich loves Scotty Miller's tape and wanted him to run a slow 40. Do you remember? You remember wings? Yes. Right. Yes. And there's an episode where they're playing Trivial Pursuit and Lowell, Lowell's answer is, do you remember this episode? No, I don't. Lowell's answer is Anne Margaret. To every question. To every, to every question. Yeah. Who, who, who um, flew the spirit of St. Louis across the ocean in the first solo flight? Anne Margaret. Roy, I've played this game before. The answer to one of these questions is <laughs> Anne Margaret. <laughs> I have I have I've I've written headlines before. 
one of these pictures is going to match with that headline. <laughs> We're going to use that picture until it works. Yeah. So on February 1st, here's a picture of two guys. We're going to use it on every headline. And here's the thing, as we showed last week, the one that the reason why I made this one last, because we know that in the previous week, they ran a picture of Scotty Miller, not on a story about, they have a picture of Scotty Miller. We, we know they do. We saw it. We saw it. And when they run, and last week they had a picture of Scotty Miller and they ran it not on the Scotty Miller story. Then when they ran the Scotty Miller story, they ran a different picture. I believe was that of the of the Alabama player? And now yeah. the next week, another story about Scotty Miller. Nobody can Google it. It's just Patrick Mahomes is all the way. So anyway, so my my this, assumption is whoever was doing this was just copying and pasting. This is the <laughs> pace, week pace, of pace. the big game. Every yeah. story is about Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. Um, your, you, the good news is playing this game, you are a perfect offer. <laughs> I am the New York Jets. Uh, where I now we're on a different recording, and I didn't start a clock. I don't even know where we are on time. Oh, I think it's time to talk about what we're watching. Okay. <laughs> I started watching Class Action Park. Oh yeah, yeah, the documentary. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> right. I'm I'm about two thirds of the way through it. Uh, so I haven't gotten to, I haven't, they're still, um, they're still going through all of the disasters, but um, uh, uh, holy cow. Yes. You know, they go through ride by ride and explain what it was supposed to be and then yes. what it turned out to be. Yes. And it hit me thinking about that. It was kind of like, it's like the Mythbusters, but without any background in science, engineering, safety, or anything, right? Like the Mythbusters would draw up. Well, so we're gonna we're gonna do this experiment by drawing this up and we'll we'll slide this car into this car or whatever, and then we'll try it and we'll do it at 40 miles an hour, and then we'll but we'll start at 10 or whatever. And this one was like so you're going to drop 17 stories straight down and then you're going to go into a corkscrew loop-de-loop and then you're going to spit out on a on a state highway. It, Build it. And then we'll test it by throwing test dummies down there. When the test dummies stop falling apart, then the park owner stood at the bottom of the slide with $100 bills enticing park employees to test it. And if you survive, you get the hundred dollar bill. Seriously, you gotta watch this thing, people. It is oh my god. Did you like the story that they didn't find some of the test dummies? Yeah. <laughs> it's like socks in a washing machine. Yeah. I don't know where they went. This is a water park. They couldn't have gone that far. You didn't look very hard if you lost the sandbag dummy. I have no idea where it ended up. Good. Quality control wasn't at its peak around this place anyway. It doesn't surprise me they lost test dummies. Did <laughs> you see didn't even pop for me at all? Yeah, yeah, literally that popped for me up. We don't we don't even know where some of the test dummies landed. What? <laughs> By the way, did you did you like and I hopefully you know we're not going to spoil all of this, but did you so you got to the part where they put the um the the racetrack with actual cars next to the beer garden. Have you got to no, that point I hadn't yet? Gotten, no, I hadn't gotten there yet. Oh, anyway, something to look forward to. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, it's Clash Action Park. They're Clash here. Park. <laughs> you yep. can, yeah, it's on HBO Max. All right. What else you got? Um, Netflix released a show that started out on Spectrum and aired on Fox some called LA's Finest. Okay. This is Gabrielle Union and Jessica Alba. Hmm. Okay. And we watched the Amy's like, oh, we should watch this. This so we watched the we watched season one, episode one. I'm like, oh yeah, that was pretty good. She's like, well, it ought to be. It's a spinoff of the bad boys series. Wait. What? What? <laughs> right? You know, Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, the bad boys, bad boys, bad boys two. 
Bad Boys, the one that just came out this year. Is that um, the one that had Martin Short doing the wedding cake in it? <laughs> I'm thinking of something no, else again, no, aren't I? Definitely thinking of something <laughs> so, else. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Please continue. <laughs> and and I said, oh, okay, I've never seen those movies. And Amy looks at me like I had three heads. You've never seen the Bad Boys movies? Nope, never got around to it. So Saturday, we watched Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. Because <laughs> why not? Buddy cop movies better than better than a lot of buddy cop movies. Not as good as, say, 48 Hours or, I don't know, Running Scared. It's kind of Running Scared, kind of 48 Hours, kind of, uh, I don't know. Anyway, it's pretty good. And then... And then we watched the entire series over the over the following, I don't know, however many, three, four, five days. Um, except, and here's the thing where I may need a little Todd's Tech Corner help on. Season one of LA's Finest is on Netflix. Okay. Season two of LA's Finest is not. It's showing as available on Apple TV+. Plus in canada what <laughs> i went to apple tv plus okay. on my phone all right because i i was searching for it and it's like it's available on apple tv plus i'm like okay great super i'll dial it up on apple tv plus i click on it and it's like it's not available in your viewing area but if you switch to canada it is available in canada and i went i am not going to click that button <laughs> <laughs> Um, Does that sound right to you? It it doesn't. But given the week I've had with my computer, I wouldn't listen to me. Um, <laughs> huh? Huh? Um, I might have some ideas for you offline um, that isn't recorded that could be used in a court of law. Oh. So um, <laughs> there's okay. there's ways around some of this. Allegedly, I've heard. Allegedly, I've heard. Okay, do yeah, I need a VPN? Yeah. Um, that would be that would be a good place to start. <laughs> do I, I mean I need a VPN for other things? Do I need a VPN? Never mind. What are you watching? <laughs> um, let's see. So we watched. Um, so I don't know if you've you've heard uh, Discovery. The Discovery channels have launched their own streaming service because everybody has a streaming service now. So it's Discovery Plus. Um, because everybody also copies everybody else. Um, so you, it's discovery plus and, uh, they're promoting, they're promoting them, um, as part of the launch of that and getting ready to, did, did you guys ever watch, I don't know how much home show stuff you watch. Did you guys ever watch on, uh, on, on, uh, HGTV? Did you ever watch fixer upper with, uh, with chip and Joanna Gaines in Waco? Yeah. They're back. They got a network. They, they gave them the entire DIY DIY network. DIY. DIY? Yeah. DIY. Yes. <laughs> I said that How out loud. How do you spell and... that? <laughs> well, it depends. So I was, I was, <laughs> I was spelling it the, I was spelling it as they do in England. Right. So it's, uh, it's DYIE. Actually it's UE. It's UI. Anyway. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so anyway, they're coming back. They're got a whole network, but on time because of COVID. So they put some shows on, but to get you to watch it, um, they, they ran, they ran a three episode fixer upper welcome back. Um, basically they took three episodes, their first one, their last one, and one in the middle over three episodes and basically said, Hey, welcome back. You, we, we got new shows, but let's talk about where we started from. Here's that show. And then they came back and went, that was fun. Then went to the next episode. And about the middle, here's where we were. Anyway, um, you've seen the shows if you've watched it. But anyway, they're back. So we watched all three of those to, to get us back in the mood to watch additional fixer-uppers. So um, available on uh, HGTV and I also believe on uh, Discovery Plus that we haven't, um, I don't know. We're, we're, starting to, we're starting to pay for a lot of streaming services. <laughs> I, you know, it, it was supposed to be cheaper to cut the cord. When when you say cheaper, I, I don't know. When, when you say it was supposed to be cheaper, 
I don't know that the people that own the TV stations ever said that. <laughs> as as one of the podcasters I listen to, uh, Jason Snell points out with all of this because it, because people he he talks about this stuff along with his Mac stuff, and then people are like, oh my goodness, this is getting expensive, and he's like, you need to understand one thing about corporations, they're gonna get their money. Yep. You know Bundle- how, you know how we used to wish that you could take the cable package that you're paying through the nose for and divide it up so that you only pay for the channels that you really care about. Yes. And not have to pay the cable company for all of the rest of them. Yes. Well, we're there, (laughs) but instead of paying one company, you're just paying 25 companies for the channels you really care about. It's all of the price and 10 times the hassle. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Cut in the cord. <laughs> hey, this is Dwayne. There was about a seven minute segment here on RuPaul that ended up getting deleted. And we're going to move straight on to this week I learned. Here we go. All right. Um, this week, <laughs> this week I learned. Yes. Um, so, so this is, so this is 10, this is related to Todd's tech corner. Okay. Earlier this week, we, we got a package from Amazon and Lisa had ordered something and it was a, it was, it was a little device for around the home and it, it basically ties to your, it ties to your smartphone and it, it, you know, it's, it's a little device and it kind of has like a, like a, like a little tiny camera attached to it and does some stuff. And she's like, Hey, you know what? I thought this would be kind of cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Whatever. And then yesterday, she she tells me, she's like, oh, by the way, that thing, that went back. Okay. I said, really? Did it not work? She goes, oh, no, no. She goes, when I put the app on my phone and I fired it up, it asked for, the app asked for Bluetooth access to this device. And I said, okay, that makes sense, right? It's got to talk to your smartphone. Yes. Then the next thing it said is, this application would like access to devices on your network. And Lisa says, this is a cheap device from China that wants full access to my network. And I said, nope, 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 nope. And I deleted the app and put it in the box and it's going back to Amazon. (laughs) So there you go. You know what? Todd's tech corner can make a difference. (laughs) I was so happy. Anyway. (laughs) Good work. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Hey. Hey, here's an app from somebody from whatever who just wants to. Can we have access to your whole entire whole network? Sure, why not? Yeah, well, Come on sh- in. What, what could possibly go wrong with that? Uh, how about what did you uh, what did you learn this week? Uh, two two little things actually, and both related to shipping. Girl Scout cookies are available again. When when aren't they available at this point? Well, like for the last two months, but but if you. And my wife needs to cover her ears right now. But if you dig into the into the deep freeze in my basement, you can almost always find a package of Thin Mints. And deep freeze, you're referring to your front yard at this point. At, at this point, yes. <laughs> yes. They're, it's underneath the purple bag of... Never mind. <laughs> so my neighbor across the street, not, not Reagan next door, but the girls across the street that are in Girl Scouts. There's now two of them that are in Girl Scouts. So that means I need to buy two boxes from each of them and place two different orders, but I can now place the order online. So the girls will pick them up and then deliver them to my home, but they don't have to come to my home twice. They just have to come home, come to my home once to deliver them and they can do it contactless and leave it on the porch. But the cookies are shipped. It says on the on the confirmation that I got directly from the bakery to you. And I can guarantee you that that's not the case (laughs) because the girls across the street are going to have them for at least some point of that directly to me portion. Unless, okay. Okay. Let me throw this out. I'm wondering if there's some union rules involved, which which, union Berlin, no, no, the other union, the other, although, Bundesliga Union 
that's you, well, if that's the case, they could deliver the cookies to you, but they can't use their hands. Oh, <laughs> so you that's that's <laughs> just kind of you know head them over and kind of kick it towards you. <laughs> I was I was more thinking that like they will be shipped directly to you, but I'm assuming that you have one of those mailboxes. It's like the community mailbox, right? That you have to yeah. walk to. Yes. So they're shipped directly to you, but due to Girl Scout Union rules, that the, that the local 182 has to actually then take them out of the box and then hand them to you. Just don't don't get between me and my thin mints. That's all I'm saying. What what I was more imagining you saying is this is becoming more and more like just like uh, like an affiliate link on on uh, YouTube, which is basically like, hey, Dwayne. Can you order this? And when you do, just put in my affiliate code and then you place the order and then they will be delivered straight to you. And then we just get credit for it. So, um, oh, and make sure that you subscribe and like our channel. Yeah, there's a little bit of that going on. Um, <laughs> their mom posts a link on Facebook that I see and go, yay, and then order. And then the girls will run the cookies over whenever they hit town. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Um, but that is more efficient than the package that we shipped to Lucas to college on Monday. Okay. Took it down to the post office on Monday. We boxed up some stuff, care package for Lucas, right? Shipped it on Monday from Des Moines to Peoria, which is 205 miles, $12 to ship this package. And they give me the tracking thing. And it says from Monday, expected delivery Friday. It's like Des Moines to Peoria. I mean, come on. It's like, really fine whatever i mean so, you do you do that in four hours in the buick i do multiple times four and a half if you got to stop at the uh, beverage barn which by the way ding I, I got i got feedback benny's beverage what is it called depot benny's beverage depot yep. versus benny's beverage barn benny needs to change the name of that anyway sorry go ahead <laughs> so Wednesday, I pull up the tracking. I'm like, okay, well, let's just see where this thing is at. So I so I follow the tracking and it has gone from Norwalk up to Des Moines. Not surprising. Then it goes to Eureka, Kansas, outside Kansas City, Kansas, where their um package distribution center is. <laughs> and then it checks in on Wednesday morning in the St. Louis distribution center. All right. Well, at least St. Louis is in the general right direction. <laughs> had it right? had it gone to Denver, you would have been even more concerned. I, I I really would have been. But so I I went on Google Maps then and measured the the trip from Norwalk to Des Moines to just outside Kansas City, Kansas, and then all the way across I seventy to St. Louis, and then up to Peoria, six hundred and fifteen miles. <laughs> Yeah, U.S. Postal Service at your not right. Yeah, uh, which though would explain why it was taking from Monday to Friday to get the package, which is just a mere four hours away. But um, to close the loop on this thing, while we were recording, I got a text from Lucas. Hey, package arrived today, one day early. So you know. There, there oh, goes. see that's see what the postal service has done there though. They told you. It was going to be delivered on Friday, which just crushed you. Like, are you kidding me? They over, they, they, uh, they underpromised clearly. And then when they delivered on Thursday, you're ecstatic that they delivered it on Thursday when in fact they could have delivered on Monday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Our music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. And now that we're on video, I can see you Googling stuff while I'm reading this. <laughs> oh, no, now you've, now, you've, now you've caught me. You've now, you've now found my secret. This is, this is why you never want to read any of this stuff is because you're coming up with the last bit. <laughs> No, 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 I, no, 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 no. I had the last bit. I'm just, I'm sure. just reviewing my notes. Sure. We don't have a plan and we don't do research. <laughs> We've been very consistent for the last 49 weeks.
you can find Talking to Todd on Overcast or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Search Talking and the number two, no G, no space. Tell your friends, please subscribe, like our page on Facebook. We do still have award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can tweet at us at Talking to Todd. We think you can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. That's 515-257-6272. We think it works, but we don't know because we haven't gotten one in three weeks. Uh, you can also write us at the Tuba City Home Office website, TalkingToTodd.com. Thanks to our listeners. Uh, please do send your feedback to feedback at TalkingToTodd.com. Nobody does that. They text me or they send me notes on Facebook. Um, or they maybe they text you. I don't know. Anyway, send us your feedback. Todd? How do you feel about moving to, uh, if you want to watch your show, how do you, how do you feel about moving to uh, Southern Idaho? I think I can probably get you, uh, get you season two of, of LA's finest if you don't mind getting a property in Southern Idaho. I'm working on it. Is there a bridge there you're going to sell me to? Oh, well, now that you mentioned that, hold on. Let me... Let me, let me see what I can, let me see what I can do. You can, I, I, you can probably find me a $1,500 class BRV. Oh, oh, you know what we should do? Actually, we should just see if LA's finest is streaming in Tuba city. And then you could swing past the home office and watch it. I feel right at home. And until next week, we've been talking to Todd. <laughs>